0: Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey. hey, 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 pop it cuz it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey, pop it cuz it's Shanghai, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea, if you don't pop it with me, he, I got the tea. I got the tea at Shanghai. I got the tea at Shanghai. Chronicle. Shanghai. Chronicle. Shanghai. Damn America. Twerk something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai. Chronicle. Shanghai. Chronicle. Hey. Twerk it. Twerk it. Shanghai. Hey. Chronicle. Shanghai. Chronicle. Shanghai. good people welcome to shanghai chronicles this is episode 133 the palace i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend even though the weekend went by so fast y'all like it's like as soon as we close our eyes on friday wake up saturday and then saturday damn they feel like sunday and then we right back to going back to work they need to make it' a three-day weekend with Monday being part of the weekend. Because sometimes you need that extra day from Sunday, okay? Because a lot of people, once the weather's changing, you be having that Sunday fun day. And you be to So you really need to give us Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Because the weekends just be going by so fast, y'all. Like, I can't believe that it was already Sunday. Like, it just felt like I had already, you know, finished the work week last week. Weekend came, now back to work again. Back to the living room, okay? Back to the living room. Listen, I'm so grateful to be going back to the living room. Let me not make it seem like, um, you know, ungrateful because I'm so grateful that I get to go to my living room and work. <sighs> but it's been a whole year. A whole year. So, I mean, Lord, I just want it to be longer weekends because sometimes... Sometimes we need it, we really do. People, we do so. It's so much to go to go to get into, to talk about, to discuss. I mean, where do we begin, good people? Where do we begin? But let's begin it. So, let's start it out. Let's start it up, Shay. Let's start it up. So we're going to start, you know, of course, we're going to start with Damn America, of course. So, you know, Damn America, you know, Black Lives Matter is exposed finally. Uh, you know, Michael Brown, Michael um, Brown, that died, the guy that died in Ferguson, his father is demanding $20 million from Black Lives Matter group and says that the Family Foundation has not received support from the movement. So let me tell you all a couple of things, you know when black lives matter started i feel like they started like maybe around trayvon time they started you know a lot of people were into the organization a lot of people supported it you see a lot of you know posters surrounding it things like that a good friend of mine you know He used to say things like, oh, you know, I'm not into the Black Lives Matter movement. It's a bunch of bullshit. They're not really a real movement. And I used to be like, well, why would he say some crazy shit like that? Like, what is he talking about? Like, huh? Not really a real movement. He was like, yeah, you know, I've done so many research about it. Like, they do X, Y, and Z. This person supports them X, Y, and Z. I'm like, really? Like, who? Who could he be talking about? So... I gradually just started looking and searching and finding a couple of things. So pretty much, you know, during this election time when we had Joe and Trump, a lot of things leaked about the Black Lives Matter. Like a lot of things leaked about the money that they were getting. So like pretty much the money was going a lot into the Democratic Party. Was being poured into the Democratic Party. I mean, damn near every candidate that was doing the primaries, their name was like pretty much on this list. And all of this money was going to them. So it was circling around. A lot of people, you know, on Twitter was just like, oh, you know, they couldn't believe it, whatever. A lot of people didn't want to believe, you know, how like people say things about the Obamas, but they don't want to believe it. This is how this was. So, you know, now that Michael Brown is coming out, his father is coming out about this, this didn't surprise me. It didn't shock me because my thing about the Black Lives Matter movement if you're a movement that's supposed to be supporting the Black, you know, communities, Black people, why isn't any of the money going into the communities? Why isn't anything changing the communities? And that's one thing that I always kind of, whatever like, my, you know, there's all these different organizations that people donate to and really and truly you would like to know like where's your donation going? Where's your money going? So pretty much his father Mike Brown's father um he said pretty much he reached out I guess to um a director um his name was Troy Russell. He's the director of the International Black Freedom Alliance. And um Michael Brown's father, they released like a video statement pretty much condemning the foundation and for not supporting the families. And it was said it was intent to help, I guess, the video that they did. So once that video came out and became viral, a lot of other, you know, activists that were like young activists um had been out in the streets, of course, protesting for months and... um. Pretty much, they said, you know, we still haven't forgotten that, you know, Black Lives Matter, they they owe us money, especially in Ferguson, because, you know, they pretty much said that they would, you know, help Ferguson help the organization that they came up with. So, let me see. I think what happened was... So they pretty much saying like the father, he only received like $500 from BLM and he pretty much wanted to do, a he wanted to do, you know, things with that money in the community. So let me see. They said this has been a record breaking year for fundraising, which has been matched with just the historic and amount and campaign budgets and grant. Disabusements. This This is what the BLM wrote. The foundation has reported strong numbers in terms of distributing resources to local chapters and grassroots endeavors. It revealed that it had given nearly a quarter of its total fundraising efforts to local chapters and organizations across the country, nearly three times the industry. They said they raised more than $80,000 for six local organizations. The Black Empowerment Group also created a sister organization in 2020 called BLM Grassroots to work towards growing local activists and leaders. Despite the efforts, organizers from Ferguson are questioned why they've been left out. How could you leave the families who are helping the community without funding? Yeah, like that's crazy. If you raise all this money and you raise more than $80,000 for six local organizations, why isn't Ferguson... You know, in the organ, you know, a part of the organization. Let me tell you something. What I hate, um, what I hate is that people feed off of our emotions as Black people. So they saw, you know, family was very emotional at the time, you know, grieving. So it's almost like the, the it's almost like the BLM organization took that opportunity, milked it. Say they were going to do X, Y, and Z for Ferguson, for the family, then don't end up doing nothing. And that $500, I'm surprised that they was able to get that because that that may be all that they will receive because that $500 to me was pretty much like some hush money. Like, you know, don't let this ever come out. Don't let this be known. You know, this is what we do, X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. So... Now, a lot of people are questioning the BLL, BLM movement. Now, the people that are founders of the movement, you know, I had to look them up for, because I was talking to a friend and she didn't know, you know, the story behind the two, the women that started the movement and how, who she's married to and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that all white people are not good people, but you got to always keep your third eye on them. If you, okay, you got to keep your third eye. So one of the founders, she's married to a white woman. And a lot of people had some speculations to say about them as well and their agenda. And I just feel like, you know, There's nothing wrong with having the slogan, Black Lives Matter. That is fine. But for the organization to really, you know, be a slap in Black people's faces when these things happen to Black people and they're really not being supportive, that kind of like hurts because now it's just like, you know, Black people already feel that we can't trust Certain people, certain things, okay. And the one movement that we allegedly thought was for us is clearly not for us because if they can take all of this money away from this community once they promised it, that's a problem, you know, like 20 million dollars and all you gave them was 500? 500. Like, that's crazy. That doesn't, that, like, what? So, you know, now it leads people to question, now it leads people thinking, you know, who's really for the movement, who's really for Black lives, who really cares about Black lives, you know, and it really sucks that these people and companies and politicians keep just thriving off of Black people's emotions, thriving off of the fact that they know what can get us riled up. They know what can get us feeling some type of way, but certain details like this get covered up. And I, and I condemned Mike Brown's father for speaking out because nobody probably would never known this. Nobody probably would never took the time to research it like my friend who took the time to research the movement, research and find out what the movement was about because you wouldn't be able to tell nobody that, you know, Black Lives Matter was doing X, Y, and Z. You wouldn't be able to at all. Like nobody would have believed it, but... You know, I'm curious to see how they're going to clean this up. I'm curious to see how this is all going to go down in a matter of weeks or months that this is going to occur. Um, It pretty much said, like, in a letter, he was like, let me see. They said a group raised over $90 million in 2020. And they said... Um, they received now they're demanding funding from the group in two or twenty million dollars in order to continue the work they started Ferguson the organized seeing a video released today is leading the group and demanding this funding Um. yeah so they raised enough money that they only gave them five hundred dollars this is crazy. Let me, hold on. Let me get into this letter. Hold on, y'all, because the letter, we got a lot going on with it. Well, let me see. Okay. He did the 90 million. Of course, you know, his son's death did global, get global attention. It was crazy in Ferguson. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the activists, they want to use this money to reestablish their community efforts, provide mutual aid and programs for the Black community as well as establish a community center in honor of Mike Brown Jr. served the community. The center will be a hub for where activism and community empowerment merge for the greater good of the St. Louis area. Money will be given to other families affected by police brutality, um, who are people like, slain activists Darren Seals and Josh Williams who's currently incarcerated on what they believe are trumped up charges. We just hope that Black Lives and Ferguson still matter to the movement. Hmm. Dang, so, look at this. They already got a plan of what they want to spend the money on, but the movement is being real funny with the money. You got 90 million dollars Raised 90 million dollars and all you gave them was 500, and out of that 90 they're demanding 20. Shit, I would demand a whole 90 if they raised all of that. Give me 90 million dollars, yeah, man. Listen, everybody that we think for the people, I keep saying, is not always for the people. Sometimes it be your own people that ain't for the people, like that's just crazy. Now, this happened in 2014, so they, y'all been raising money for Ferguson since 2014, and it's 2021. I'm still stuck on that they only gave them $500. Like, I'm still stuck on that. Only $500. Where is the rest of the money going? Who is the rest of the money supporting? Because it's clearly not supporting black people. It's going to the politicians. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to the politicians. When that spreadsheet I'm telling y'all got leaked out on Twitter It had a lot of people' names on there, a lot of people names on there, and I was just like, mm, okay, all right, honey, I was just like hmm well i i i I commend him like I said, I'm glad he spoke out. I'm glad that he didn't let that five hundred dollars silence him even though they were trying to so more powers to you, Mike Brown's father. Um, I hope that they do give him the money, but the hope is very thin, y'all, because they probably not probably going to give him the money at all. I I don't probably see it happening, but all you can do is pray, people. So. so um, this other topic for Damn America is quite interesting, guys. I wouldn't say it's pretty much a topic, but, you know, it's a topic of discussion. So, you know... Megan and Harry, they sat down with Oprah in a two-hour show. And pretty much, you know, the question is, like, you know, damn America, was the royal family really exposed? Like, did Megan and Henry, oh, Harry, I call him Henry. Why I want his name to be Henry? He looked like a Henry instead of a Harry. Whatever. But... um. You know, did they really expose things that we that we took as shock value, like that we didn't really know? You know, if you watch the show The Crown on Netflix, it kind of already puts out there how the royal family is, how it is in England. So you pretty much are already aware. Now, when we first saw Megan coming to the family. We loved her. She looked beautiful, everything. And then, once that happened, we saw the wedding, and we were like, yes, this wedding is so black. I know they met. The mother came with her dress all cute pinned up. Serena Williams was there. Uh, Idris was there. Like, all these different black celebrities were there, okay? And then, the to top of all, y'all, they had that black choir, okay? So, the wedding was just Amazing, all right, it was beautiful. We already knew that they were pissed with half of the shit that was going on up in there, okay? Pissed. So now you know they've had the baby, you know, we're seeing more and more of them now that they have left the palace, left their duties. And we already knew that Harry wanted to leave the palace anyway. He was getting sick of the shit that his father was doing to him. He was getting sick of the shit that his brother was doing. And he's always felt that the palace, you know, ruined and killed his mother. Which we all know that to be true as well. Now, we're here at this day. We're here at this interview. Listen. We already know that Oprah ain't shit, y'all. We we know Oprah and Gayle, they be on some crazy ass shit. You know, i seen a lot of people going back to how Oprah, you know, was trying to do Michael Jackson and all these things. Like today, today, you know, and Sunday, yesterday has been a whirlwind of like, listen, I tell y'all people, Twitter pops Morning, noon, midday, mid-afternoon, early in the morning, all day, every day, okay? So, <laughs> if you ain't on Twitter, I advise you to make a tweet, hand- to make a handle, okay? So, I mean, everything is just like crazy, crazy, crazy. A lot of people are coming at Megan because they're trying to say, you know, that now that she's been treating badly, she's trying to use her black card and, you know, all these different things. People are just using that hashtag again, protect black women, you know, all these different things. Now, the reason why that came up is because, you know, Megan tells Oprah about how the royal family, somebody in the royal family, you know, said to her or was wondering that they wanted to know how dark the baby was going to look. Baby ain't come out yet. Okay. First of all, People up there want to know how dark the baby's going to look, child. (laughs) Ooh, child. They want to know how dark the baby's going to look, child. Well, clearly, baby ain't that dark. Baby's about white as a damn pillow. But the fact that they asked or told Harry that, now, of course, you know, when they asked, you know, who told them, of course, they didn't want to disclose the person's name because at the end of the day, they still have to protect themselves. Because after they did this interview, phew, okay, so they wanted to know how how Dr. Babe was going to be. And I mean, so he's just on oh, y'all. Not saying that ain't, that ain't, not saying that that was right. Like, that was totally inappropriate. It was totally like, okay. But we kind of knew that they were, you know, racist or whatever. We kind of knew it, okay. And when Megan came in, mother came in, they shaked some things up. So, we knew this was going, we knew this was happening. We knew this was coming. Now, I did send it, see a post. Actually, my friend shared in a group chat. And this post made a lot of sense. When we have babies, black people or whoever, we do be trying to determine like, oh, oh, you know, we look behind the ears. Oh, she's getting a little color. She's getting dark. She's going to be this color. We are worried about those things. And you can't say that you're not. I can't say people don't because they do. They worry about it all day long. So when I saw that post that my friend shared in the group chat, I was like, yo, everything that she's saying, word from word beginning to end, she done shook some things up this morning. She's going in on the people, baby. Okay. She don't care. She is going in on the people because everything she said was valid points. Like it was valid. Now, The only thing about this Megan and Harry interview is like, you know, they didn't expose anything that nobody didn't already can figure out. Nobody didn't know. But I feel like if it wasn't for Megan, I feel like Harry probably would have left anyway. But um, I do feel like when they asked him about that comment, about, you know, how dark was your child going to be, I feel like he didn't really say too much without saying nothing, if that makes sense. I feel like he could have spoke up a little bit more about it. He probably could have voiced his opinions about it, especially with um, him being like an activist, doing a lot of things in South Africa, you know, doing a lot of things with the Black Lives Matter, you know, him and Megan. So I do feel like they could have, you know, he could have spoke about it a little bit more. You know, then, of course, um, you know, another shocking detail was like, you know, they didn't want to give um, Archie security. They, you know, was trying to, you know, take his little title away from him. Like, it's a very toxic place. Like, that palace is off the chain. And even though, you know, Queen, the Queen is cute. You know, she's a cute little thing. To be 90-something years old, she's cute as a button. Okay? She really is. But she got some shit going down up in there. It's not like she didn't know that shit was happening to her grandson, to her daughter. Like, it's not like she didn't know. And, you know, um, even though Megan says, you know, she was being, the queen was always nice to her and all this other stuff. Yeah, behind closed doors. But she should have been up front. And, you know, I'm, seeing a, I'm also, also seeing a lot of people, you know, come at this Megan with, like, you know, she's not black and all this other stuff. Listen. She's biracial. But what I want people to have is the same energy that y'all have for Colin Kaepernick. Backing him up. And he can have an afro and have cornrows. is the same energy y'all need to have with Meghan Markle. Okay? Because whether you like it or not, homegirl is black. As far as I'm concerned, I've her mother and her mother just as black as they come. Okay? So... People is killing me with this whole, oh, you know, she's biracial, she's this, she's that. Like, knock it off, okay? The girl is black, all right? You know, did she know what she was getting herself into when she got into that type of family? I'm sure she did. There's no way that she didn't. You know, it's the royal family. You know, I'm sure she knew when she started dating Harry that, you know, this was going to be X, Y, and Z. Now, did she think that it was going to be to that level? Probably not. Because, of course, you know, she came from Hollywood. She's used to the paparazzi. She's used to all of that. But once she got over there, the paparazzi over there is on a whole different level. Like, their level of paparazzi is quite sick is sick. And, you know, her whole thing was like, you know, a lot of people say something about her wanting to commit suicide when she was pregnant. You know, a lot of people go through a lot of things different with their pregnancy. You know, Candace Owens, her ass, she tweeted some shit. She was like, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if a woman threatens to kill herself and your unborn child, you are in an emotionally abusive relationship. No. You're not in no emotional abusive relationship. People go through things when they're pregnant. They're hormonal. You know, a lot of things probably broke her down to that point. Okay? And what she did was she reached out for help, but they didn't want to help her. Okay? You know, she's seeing all these things. She's pregnant. You know, she. this is supposed to be the happiest, like, almost, almost the second happiest day of her life. And... <clears throat> She's not, you know, she's seeing all these things in the tabloids. She's getting mistreated here and there. Like, you know, it's, it's a lie on a person. So, Candace, sometimes Candace Owens can be on point with certain things. Sometimes I'm just looking at Candace like, okay, Candace, you making sense today. And then someday she's just like, oh, bitch, why can't Twitter get rid of your account? Like, it's like, okay, all these people that Twitter could have got rid of, y'all got rid of Donald Trump. But Donald Trump kept us entertained. But out of all the people... Like some days, some of these people, Twitters need to be deactivated because they just be saying the craziest shit. So, but I also understand what you're saying, Candace, how selfish of her, you know, she is carrying another life, you know, she's willing to, you know, risk. I I got that point. I got it all. But it just doesn't add up to that because this girl was going through so much there, you know. A lot of turmoil, a lot of toxic was going on up in there. And, you know, Harry, I felt like he didn't want her to become like his mother and how they treated his mother. And, you know, the things that they did to Princess Diana, because Princess Diana wasn't with half of the shit that was going down up in there either. Okay, And when she started speaking out and started going against it, that's when things took a turn. So you know the fact that they didn't want to provide security, like it was a lot. It it was a lot. I do feel like there was more that they wanted to share. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about how you know they paid seven million dollars to have the interview with Oprah, and you know all this other stuff. Okay, I don't care about how much they paid. I don't care about where they are, you know, what I care about is making sure maybe after this they have some type of protection because if she would have opened up and said more than what she said, Meghan Markle would probably be dead, okay? She probably would get in a car and car probably would crash out of nowhere because that's how sick they are over in England, okay? Because they did it to Princess Diana, whether we want to believe it or not. So that palace up in there, that palace is off the chain. They saw her coming in there with that her black mother and a little bit of blackness that she had. And they don't want that baby. Okay? They don't want that at all. That's why they wanted to know what the baby was going to look like. they want to prepare themselves. Okay? Hmm. They want to prepare themselves to make sure that they don't continue, I guess, to be racist. Who knows? I don't even know what they were trying to prepare for what they what they were trying to pay for a hip-hop jammerie or something like what the fuck are y'all preparing for why the fuck did y'all need to know how the baby was gonna look and then you know what i want to see people's faces when the baby came out just as white as fucking just as white as flower white as flower and they said they having a girl because she's pregnant again so baby if the girl come out with hair with a little afro and all types of shit what are they gonna say what are they gonna say what are they going to say? Because Archie looked just like his damn father. Looked just like his father. Girl, they probably was looking. And people want to know, like, oh, well, who said it? We know who probably said it. It either was the father, the brother, or that father's mistress that he married. Okay? And he had to, the father had the nerve to marry the mistress. Girl, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy up and in. It's crazy up in that that royal family, child. And they got out, and now they're happy. They're glowing. They're living. And it is what it is at this point. You know, a lot of people are coming at Meghan. A lot of people are coming, you know, at Harry. A lot of people are just like, oh, you know, this is a fairy tale. This is X, Y, and Z. Then you got the woke blacks that just wants to keep being woke every day of the week. Sometimes woke blacks, note to woke blacks, okay? Sometimes you can turn down the wokeness just a little bit just just a little bit just turn down just a little bit you ain't gotta be woke about everything okay you you ain't gotta be woke about everything just turn it down just a notch just a notch you know because they're taking it to a whole nother level i'm just like okay whatever but all in all you know it was a good interview um I caught little snippets here and there. I'm trying to find the full interview, but the snippets that I caught are the main, you know, things that people were, you know, discussing and, I, you know, seen. And I just had some, you know, some observations myself. And, you know, the whole Tyler Perry thing, you know, Tyler Perry, we can say a lot of things about Tyler Perry. We can, you know, go in on Tyler Perry. But one thing Tyler Perry do, Tyler Perry shows up that's one thing we can say, he shows up. So, you know, when they came over here, he made sure they had security, you know, so that was really, you know, big of him because, you know, they weren't going to have any of that. So, you know, that was, that was big of him to do that. So, you know, I, I just feel that, you know, a lot of things are getting exposed, But, you know, as far as the British and as far as them over there being racist, like, you know, a lot of people are shocked about that. But I wasn't shocked because I knew, I knew once that girl stepped up in that, once that girl stepped up in that castle, in that palace, and once that wedding, the way that that wedding went down, baby, hmm, I already knew, okay, I already knew, I already knew. And Kate got the nerve with her ass to be coming at her about some bridesmaid dresses. Bitch, you, Kate, message to Kate. Kate, you need to worry about why you keep having these babies to distract what your husband is doing, which is cheating on your ass, okay? That's why you want to keep having these babies, and then she want to keep having these babies for Megan's kids can't be able to be up there on the throne. That, that bitch thinks she's slick, okay? She ain't slick, Got my bitch crying over some flower girls. Like, how dare you, you know, the day before the wedding or the w- w- day of the wedding, come at my bitch about some flower girls. If she wants the flower girls the way that she wants them, let her have them. Now, Megan, you shouldn't have been crying over no flower girls because I don't really know what she said to you to have you to cry. But, bitch, I would have cussed her out and would have told her, listen, this is my wedding, and I can do whatever fuck I want to do. These are my flower girls. If I want them to come down there looking like XYZ, I I You know, and then when the story came out, it got so reversed and Kate didn't even, Kate didn't even do a statement about it. That's how dirty, you know, Megan, she couldn't do a statement about it and clear it up because she's too busy handling William and his cheating ass. Okay. And that's why Mary had a little lamb and Pinocchio and the friends because William is cheating like shit. William is just like his father just like his father. Okay? So, you know, hey. Um Black Lives Matter listen. Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter, we can still have the Black Lives Matter slogan. We can still have that. But that movement is shaky, it's flaky, and they got some shit going on and they're not for the people. So, please, please stop giving them money. Please stop supporting them. And I hope Mike Brown and them get their get their money. I hope and pray they get their money. They really need so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Sarah Aspie. Um, let's see. So with Sarah, because today is actually International Women's Day. So shout out to all the women. So she's a fashion designer. So in 2017, she left her job as a management consultant to start an e-conscious, eco-conscious echo, clothing brand. Her designs were inspired by matching sets worn by women in Pakistan, where she spent part of her childhood. In, in her first year, the best-selling item was a white pantsuit, many purchased by brides as an alternative to a gown. So today, the brand is all is all in on bridal. So she does all bridal, selling ivory and pale pink sets, including four-length calf tans, crop tops, and pants hand embellished with feathers and crystals. Every piece in the line is made by hand in Pakistan. Oh, so shout out to Sarah. Yes, that's dope. Um, she went to, she has a Bachelor of Arts and Science from Bryn Mywer College. So shout out to Sarah, girl. We lift you up, especially on International Women's Day. I love to see it. Um, so that is amazing. Okay. So, let's get into the shits, good people. Oh, my goodness, because we done already discussed the toxic stuff that was going on at the palace, okay? Um, So, we need to go over it again. Okay, so. Um, y'all know that... <laughs> So, you know, Tyrese was seen with his sweet lady girl. He got a new one. I don't know what the girl is. She looks like a little video vixen or something. But wasn't just Tyrese. Wasn't he just crying and something under Kurt Franklin's post when Kurt Franklin was talking about marriage or something? And he was crying, talking about he wanted his wife back. But then he's seen in Atlanta with some girl. And, she, and girl, let me tell you. She wanted to be on camera, too, and wanted to be known that she was with Tyrese. And then when it came out, she tried to switch it up. I can't stand when they do that. They make themselves be known in the camera. And then when it gets to the blogs, they be trying to switch it up and make it seem like, oh, I'm not this type of girl. I'm not this, that, and third. I bet you you are, okay? And Tyrese is trying to flip it and, you know, trying to say X, Y, and Z. But Tyrese, she was just crying under Kirk Franklin's post. Saying that you was fighting could keep your marriage together, and you was gonna get your wife back. I'm just so confused here. Like, I'm, 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 so lost. I didn't, I don't know. I'm just so lost, I'm lost. And you know, Tyrese, I, <laughs> Tyrese has been all over the place all the time, y'all. So I don't even really, you know, know what to even consider when it comes to Tyrese. Like, and that's. I don't even know what to say with him, so who knows? Um. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Lord help us. Mm. So, Nene leaks is at it again, y'all. She done put a post up talking about some send me your best civil rights attorney info. Okay, Nene. I keep telling y'all, this bitch is crazy. Listen, she's crazy, y'all. I ain't come at her this time because she ain't posted on Twitter, y'all. She posted on her Instagram story now she wants us to send the best info for a civil rights attorney but wasn't you just on she was just on instagram live with ben crump who i despise okay because he picks up all the civil rights cases and barely does anything all he does is get the parents prepared to get on tv and cry and we ugh, done with him but she was on instagram live with him and he's a civil rights attorney so you should already have the information, right? What the fuck are you asking us? Let me tell you. Nene has hit rock bottom, y'all. She has hit rock bottom. Lanithia has hit rock bottom. Okay? She is so pissed that this show is going on without her. She doesn't know what to do, honey. And she's extra pissed that people are loving that Kenya is carrying the show. Okay? She's pissed. She don't know what to do. She's she's pissed so now she's just doing all types of shit now she's asking us for a civil rights attorney bitch you said that you are rich and you know everybody and you have all these connections but you don't know a civil rights attorney it's like girl give me a break girl bye i'm just done with her I- i'm done with her oh oh so the girl with tyrese is actually his girlfriend that's his new girlfriend. Oh, I didn't even know, show. I didn't even know. Um, you know, I was on Twitter strolling. I'm telling y'all, Twitter is my foundation of life. And I came across this picture, and I said, "This cannot be Kanye West." So I'm just looking. I'm trying to see, make sure it's not Photoshop. I'm like, "This is actually Kanye West." Kanye looks terrible. He looks bad, y'all. He's really going through it. Like, he's really going through it. He done left the palace to go to his other palace, which is the ranch. And he's just a girl that came out and said that with the presidential debate, he had a whole bunch of shit going on, which we already knew, y'all. We knew that he wasn't doing the presidential debate right, okay? Now, I think they're going to try to find him or something he's gonna be caught up in some mess and that's when we know that everything went left with him and Kim because he got up there on that presidential campaign trail child, and he acted a complete damn fool he done fraud signatures it's just looking a mess and you know people keep saying oh you know the Kardashians are leaking this story to make Kanye look bad during the voice listen there is nothing I do not think that they are trying to do To make this man look bad. He already got up there. On fucking television. Okay. Numerous of times. Said crazy things. People know that he said crazy things. He went on a whole fucking presidential campaign thing. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Okay. In South Carolina. They should have knew. That it was something going on. Because he showed up with a bulletproof vest on. Okay. Listen. Kanye West needs some help and once I saw that picture Lord I said damn this man has really hit rock bottom like he looks terrible he looks bad y'all he really did he looks terrible I've never seen him look that bad I mean it looks like he cut off all he cut off his beard off like he just looks he looks terrible so you know I just hope I was watching the old Kardashian episodes because you know that season is coming up, and these bitches was looking regular. I'm telling y'all, they were looking regular white girls. They actually look better at the at the older seasons than they do now because now they just did too much to their faces. They look terrible. They really do. Um, you know, it was All Star Weekend. Little Baby and Quavo had a basketball thing or something, and Little Baby just needed to stick to his day job which is rapping and cheating on his baby mothers because he can't play basketball for shit, for shit. He looked, he looked terrible out there. I mean, missing every free throw shot, I would not have him on my team. He would just be the water boy because there's no way. No way. He just needs to stick to what he knows, and that's rapping and cheating because that cheating, he, get, he does down pack, honey, okay? He cheats like a motherfucker. That don't stop. That keeps going. He is the best at it, okay? Hmm. the best at it. He will not miss a beat with that. But that basketball, that basketball, he misses all the beats, all of them. Um, I seen this video in Ottawa or something. These white people got their kids like surrounded by a um bucket. a a trash can they started a fire and they encouraging all their kids to throw their mask in there because all the mask mandates are coming off so they're they're having it this is the funniest shit they got the kids throwing in the mask they like yeah hell yeah no more mask do it you know throw it in there and i'm like what the fuck am i watching like this is what they're encouraging their kids to do they're encouraging their kids to burn masks Like what the fuck? And I mean they were happy, girl. They was it was like it was the this was like this was their element. They was like, Yeah, no more mask. Say it with me now, no more mask, throw it in there, throw the mask in there. I'm like, What the fuck am I watching? Like this is what we're living in two different societies when I looked at this. I'm like, okay, so they're encouraging their kids to throw their mask in the fire. Well, over here, we're doing X, Y, and Z. We're trying to figure this out. Like, we're arguing. Okay, they're throwing their ass in the fire. We're arguing about, you know, why they want to know about how dark Archie going to be. Like, what the fuck is happening? Okay? Listen. Child, it was just, it, it just looked so bad. It, all you could do and laugh at the video, you couldn't even comment and say anything because the kids were really out there just was having them a good time, just throwing the mask in there. They was picking the mask up off the floor and making sure they threw it in there. And then the one little girl was like, yeah, she was like so happy. Like, she felt so good inside. Just like, what the fuck is going on? But that's why people each child. And you know, okay, so Bruno Mars. I feel like people just pick things to do. So pretty much, Bruno Mars. You know, he has the he's been like denying that he's appropriating black culture and all this other stuff. I don't even know who comes up with this stuff. How this stuff is even you know brought up, but. I've never looked at Bruno Mars as trying to steal the black culture. Bruno Mars is very talented. He can sing. He is a person of, you know, I wouldn't say he's a person of color because he's from Hawaii. But, you know, I've never seen him to the point where he is doing things that's disrespectful to the culture. I really see him really embracing the culture and his performances and his music. So I feel like sometimes we are so bored and the news is running so slow that we just make up things to make, viral okay so it's just like all right now we're coming at bruno mars people like come on and then he's performing and he has a new single out with anderson pack we love anderson pack okay they're trying to perform at the grammys but it's just like people just create things in their minds and it's like once they create it in their mind they bring it to the forefront to make people kind of believe it then it goes viral and then it's out there so when i saw it i'm like Now, how the fuck can Bruno Mars... Like, Bruno Mars performed with Beyonce at the Super Bowl. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, what? And that man is talented. Like, talented. Like, he makes good-ass music. He's a good-ass performer. Everybody in the band is... Like, what? So, it's just like people just be, you know... they just be all over the place. Like, I... I just don't know, you know. And, you know, of course, you know, he said, you know, growing up as a kid, of course, you know, he watched Bobby Brown, um, Michael Jackson, James Brown, you know. So, he's always loved black music, loved that culture. So, you know, he tends to want to perform in that way. I, I just feel like with everything being so sensitive now, people just find and pick things. Like, and it's just beyond me. It's crazy. Like, you know, the whole thing with Jay-Z, like Jay-Z now, he is becoming a billionaire. He sold parts of his companies, so title, so ace of spades, whatever. A lot of people coming at him and, you know, saying he's a sellout because, you know, he's not doing this for the culture, this, that, and the third. This is how I look at the situation with Jay-Z. Now, one, I would never forget how he did Dame and Dash. Never will forget that because Dame is that nigga. But, When it comes to Jay-Z, I've never seen Jay-Z say, oh, I'm doing this for the people. Oh, I'm doing this for that. Oh, I'm doing this for this. When I look at Jay-Z, I see a businessman and I see him wanting to get a seat at the table. It doesn't matter if the table is all white. It doesn't matter if the table is green. He wants to have a head seat at that table. So when he gets to that table, he can be able to demonstrate and show the ideas of what He feels that the culture wants and needs. Then on top of that, at at the end of it all, we know money rules. So when he's meeting with these white executives, he's meeting with these white people, these white executives respect him on a different level because he has money, okay? So I'm not mad at Jay. You know, he's building generational wealth for his children. They don't have to worry, need, want anything, okay? Okay. He's not out here spending his money recklessly, like Offset, giving his three-year-old, four-year-old son a fucking diamond chain. Okay, like my man Future gave his son a Rolex. Like, what, the, what are these children going to do with any of these things? Y'all should be giving money into generational wealth for these children. Giving him a diamond chain at two and three, for what? For what? For what? You should have bought him some stock. Get him a trust fund, or keep him as a kid and buy him some toys. Like this is type of shit I'm talking about. So, you know, I don't get that Jay Z's a sellout thing. I get that he's a businessman. He's doing things in a business way, and if it causes him to interact and do whatever with the white man, of course we can't stand it at times because you know we see the white man and he's the threat, but no nationality he's breaking that barrier down and he's trying to get up there with that you know with that respect so I'm not mad at Jay for that at all I respect him on a different level when it comes to it and I have no no um nothing against him with anything that he did with the whole company thing I I thought it was great I did I I thought it was good um and speaking of companies Papa John's He come out, the owner of Papa John's, pretty much. And he come out talking about, um, he's been, hold up. Let me see, girl. Because this says he's been working for 20 months to get rid of the N-word in his vocabulary. Oh, he's been working for 20 months to get rid of the N-word in his vocabulary. Wow first of all, why the fuck was it even in your vocabulary? Like what? And then it's like, he, he's saying it like he completed a five-step program or something. Like, like it was a part of a a drug program that he needed to complete. Like what? 20 months. Why was it even in your vocabulary? Like, what are you talking? Like what? This is type of shit. This is type of shit that y'all should be canceling. You need to cancel that sugary ass pizza, cause you know Papa John's pizza is all sugar. They just put sugar in their sauce. And it don't even be that good. I mean, Pizza Hut got the best hell. Louis Caesar's got the best pizza. Okay, go to Louis Caesar's. You can get you a good pizza for five dollars. Like he been practicing this for twenty months, not saying keeping the n word out of his vocabulary. So how the hell was you using it? And what about the black people that work there? Was you looking at them and thinking they was niggas? Like, what was you? How was you even using a word that you haven't been using it for 20 months? And what And what do you want us to do? You want us to give you a certificate of completion? Having used the, congratulations, you passed the course of not using the N-word for 20 months. Like, what? The fuck are we so, like, are we supposed to give you a coin? You know, the little chip thing that you get in AA? Like, what the fuck was the, the fuck? Yeah. That don't even make that don't even make no keep it. and and I mean he was happy. Like he just completed a whole like alcoholic class, a whole drug class. Like it was like the best. Like it was just like, okay, you know how a person be like, I haven't smoked weed in like three months. I'm so happy. this is how happy he was. No. 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 Okay? No. Um Wow. Mm. And I see that Peter and Apollo are starting to work together, the two scammers of them all, child. I hope they don't go to jail. Just stay out of jail, y'all. Please stay out of jail. They talking about they flipping houses in Atlanta. Just stay out of jail. Please, Apollo and Peter, just stay out of jail. Because y'all two businessmen that ain't got no knowledge of good business, okay? So please don't be in no illegal shit. Because, Lord, God, God watch over them. That's all we can say. God watch over them uh so let's get into what you won't do so what you won't do is go to Atlanta doing all-star weekend and don't have no money to get home this girl started GoFundMe and people donated to the GoFundMe people donated to the GoFundMe when I looked she had a thousand something dollars she only went she said she went to Atlanta with four hundred dollars four hundred dollars y'all she only bought a one-way ticket didn't think she was gonna buy another ticket home why is that? Why would you go to Atlanta if you knew you couldn't afford a girl? She must have thought that she was going to go down there, meet her a baller, meet her somebody, and he was going to just splurge and spend money on her. That had to be the mindset because all-star week in Atlanta was off the chain. I'm seeing people coming out of U-Haul trucks and stay the night. Y'all ain't got no money. Y'all going down there broke. Y'all going down there fighting. Y'all stealing bottles out the club with liquor. Like, what is happening? Like, what? Why would you go down into Atlanta? I can, like, why would you? And started a GoFundMe and people donated. That's the gag. People really donated to this. This bitch had a $1,000 of raising donations. So, pretty much, I can just start a go, GoFundMe for anything. That's what it sounds like. And people just going to donate. Like, what? Like, what's happening here? It's quite crazy. But, hey. Huh. So, this is episode 133, The Palace. Listen, I hope everyone has a wonderful work week coming up. Um, you know, you guys can listen to previous episodes on all streaming platforms because we're on all streaming platforms. We're definitely looking for sponsors. So, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, it's Shanghai underscore chronicles. And on Twitter, it's Shanghai Chronicle One, I believe. Yes. So, Make sure you guys check me out. Um, Send me messages, you know, if you want to be a part of the um, show for sponsors. Um, My Twitter is Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Yeah, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. So, um, like I always say, I love y'all so much. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for the support. Okay, good people. And listen... Please give the Papa John's owner a certificate of completion, y'all, because he did 20 months without saying the N-word. We should be so happy for him, okay? Woo-hoo! Nah. But yeah, so stream all, you know, available episodes on all streaming platforms. I'm definitely looking for sponsors, so definitely hit me up. Um, I would greatly appreciate it, okay, good people? And like I always say, I'm out.